Hello and welcome your faces back to yet another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. It is number episode number 66, 64, 64? I believe it's 64. I am of course one of your hosts, John, with my beautiful co-host, Reese. Reese, how the fuck are you doing? Good, John. How are you? I'm going to have to be, um, I'm going to apologize to the to the audio listeners. Audio listeners? All the listeners. They only really listen to audio. It's not like we have video listeners. Yet. Um, yet. I'm in a, yet, yeah, true. Um, I'm in a different location today. So the the background is, is a very echoey one, you know, like I'm in, I'm in a dining room that's all wooden and tiled furniture. So the it's, sounds it's very bouncing around. Yeah. So I've, I've put the gain right down on the microphone so I'm, I'm speaking like really close to it yeah. to, to try and eliminate that um and then also i'm in matt mckinley's parents house so there are three dogs in the house and at the minute they're all asleep but that could change at any moment so let's, let's hope the postman um, doesn't come to the door yes, in the next hour true if the male woman if she comes around then um yes they, they do like to to have a word with her so well, is uh, it a, a post woman you yeah, call it oh, no, yeah you call it the male male woman or the male the male male lady i don't know what you would say. the male lady sounds wrong because that sounds like you're saying yeah, she's I'd, like a no a i'd man say, the, lady. I'd say the, the the postwoman the postwoman right yeah postman pat so postman postwoman patrice patrice yeah postwoman patrice <laughs> uh, the sequel the follow-on from postman pat yeah uh, but uh yeah all good other than that as i say like different locations so if it sounds a little bit weird but we've still got we've still got our sound board hello there so we're, all, we're all good on that front we're still um, all gucci yeah. I actually uh, listened to your mix podcast. Yeah. Um, what, what's the review? Oh, she actually said, yeah, she said that you messaged her or something, saying that you know your your thank you or something like that. Oh yeah, I was thanking her for because she does pick up. I'm 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 getting better. I, I've been my focus is <laughs> rejigged. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's been bad. Recently, like, like, not... in in the kind of like last year, well, last year maybe when we first started, I was bad for. Uh, for bailing and forgetting and just yeah being a I don't a lousy co-host and Mick would always we, pick we up were, his lap. We were getting used to it. I mean, we also like we didn't we didn't have. I think we started strong. We had ambition for it, and then other things sort of took a took a you know you you know life life happened around it. Whereas mm-hmm. like now, like I think we both like prioritize this like pretty high up. Obviously, we've oh, got yeah. jobs and families and stuff, so that comes first. But yeah, the podcast is now at a good point where like we actively want to do it and keep it going and, and trying to build it into something. So that's the thing. I feel like it's know, becoming it's, it's like it's like our baby now. I I've got my notifications on full load, so I, I'm gonna have I, to I like having I was thinking this actually recording with McKinley and like I know that you've got an episode coming up with Joel. Like I do also like the fact though that we get guests and people onto this show because Whilst it, it it kind of does two things, it makes one, it makes it interesting for I think our listeners to to hear from someone else and sort of like you know have like a oh this is new, but then also it makes it really good when it is just back to us like just the two of us because then they're like oh shit yes it, I'm I'm hoping anyway like uh, when I listen to other podcasts where like you know they bring on someone else one of them's off sick or away working or something and then when they get back together You're it's like, always like oh yeah they're back yeah. cool you know like what so. A- I'm hoping it's like that for our audience. One thing I liked was the the phone call with Shay. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a cool little so, thing that we should do more fun, often. Well, fun thing. So I've found, I've been um, 
I don't know how to, I don't want to talk too much shop, but yeah, essentially through, through work and like other opportunities, I've really been looking into this sort of like recording stuff. And this, this piece of kit that I've got is, is called a zoom H six recorder. And it's got, it's basically like a Superman recorder. So it can do a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. And I found a weird adapter that means that I can have two external uh, sound things going into it. Okay. So I haven't ordered it yet. But essentially, at the minute, just think of it like this. I have the recorder, and it goes to the microphone, right? So uh-huh. it records my audio. And then I have another output that goes to the iPad that records, you know, records sounds. The sounds, and yeah. That's what that's what you hear on the soundboard. Essentially, I turn the iPad on, like, a channel. I click a button, change the knob. I would like to see the you, baby. You can hear sounds. Uh-huh. So I found it, but there's only one input for that. But I found an adapter that can turn a separate microphone channel. So this can currently record four microphones in one room. Mm-hmm. I can change, I can put an adapter in to change one of those microphones into another aux cable, essentially. Yeah. So I could then have my phone plugged in and we could do like live calls and like uh-huh. record people that way. Or I could actually just record this whole podcast live. I could plug it into my laptop and record your audio live. So ah. then we wouldn't both have to record. And then you would just have to have your microphone set up. And if it sounds good, then we just hit record and there's no editing. There's nothing. It's literally just fast paced, quick and go. Yeah. And it will record onto an SD card through this. So um, anyway, sorry to talk shop. I know that's really boring to people who don't care about how the, how, how the bread gets made, but... Yeah, essentially, I'm going to get this adapter and it's going to be really good for us. And then also going to be really cool because, yeah, we can do a lot more things like calling people and and all sorts. Like there's there's lots of opportunities with it. So that's that's really cool. Well, that's one of the things that I like on. Uh, so there's a, a radio show called the oh, the Clyde Super Scoreboard. So, you know, Clyde, yeah. the radio station. Yeah. Every every weekday at six, they go live and they talk about the, the football, either the football that's coming up uh, this weekend or... Rangers are playing in the Europa League on Thursday night, so they'll be talking yeah, about that. Yeah, they, so they'd lost their first game, didn't they? Like 1-0? Yeah, they, or, they lost 1-0, but it's it's Europe. It's, uh, these, yeah, it's not. These, it's not yeah. it's, it's, these it's, things can be turned around quite easily. It's not the best, but it's... it's come. It's, I don't want to say it's comebackable, but... <laughs> it's because you know, the it's, Rangers are... It's not are, out of their hands. No, definitely not. They're without their main... Um, I'm not going to say main threat, but... Alfredo Morales is out injured at the moment, so oh, okay, he's yeah. a a massive. And people were saying like after the the old firm the other weekend, there uh, they were like, oh no, like he, he he doesn't play well and against us anyway against Celtic, mm-hmm. and it's fair enough. He's only scored, I think he's either scored one or two goals against us, uh, but it's the threat that he poses that makes the defenders play differently against him. Mm-hmm. So. He opens up space for Kent on the wing, or like he just he, he annoys he, he winds yeah. players up. Uh, yeah, I I remember watching um their the the last game they had against Dortmund, I think. And, oh, it was incredible. The the commentator was saying how much extra work he does defensively, and also um yeah, sort of like dropping in to like pull position away, like almost coming back as like a midfield yeah. player, and then still getting up the field and sort of his his knowledge outside of even having the ball at his feet is like really mm-hmm. really good so yeah that's um, the yeah. thing i do think he so has been cool. a big loss uh but yeah. kimar roof i think it's kimar roof he just scored a hat trick on sunday yesterday so i think that will give rangers a massive confidence boost going into thursday night yeah. uh and i just hope to god that they put all the beans in and thursday night and then they're i really totally like that you're talking positively Saturday, about rangers because 
I think there's a lot of Celtic fans who would never do that. Like, ever. oh no, so it, there's a bit of a what would you call it? A silver lining. So if I I want Rangers to do well because if they go through, they need to play more games before playing us. So right now, okay. they they so you've play. Got your, you've yeah, got I've your got little... and and because it does the the uh, a massive yeah. You're gonna boost say it's good for Scottish football. Yeah, it's good it, for like it is. all that. Yeah, but that that that's true and that's good, but. Yeah, maybe I'll take back what I said now that you've got your little your little. I've got a silver lining. Too. I've got a silver lining. But yeah. no, so right, they, anyway, we're, yes. we're not a football podcast. A football we can't, podcast. we can't, we can't keep going on about this. But yes, Rangers are doing well, and um, yeah, well, I'm sh- yeah, we need to. Oh, one more thing about actually about the Celtic thing. So if you're looking at this podcast as of right now, there's a new image that's going to be our our image going forward. Mm-hmm. Now I still don't know what this is all about because John. For how I met your mother fans out there, John gave me a no questions asked. He no just asked me asked. to draw a design, and I'm not allowed to ask why. Nope. But then drawing the design, I was like, oh well, this would be a really cool like change of our image anyway. For you know, um, and we spoke about this a while ago about doing like a cartoony sort of version of us. Anyway, as I was drawing cartoon John, obviously I gave him the the green and white stripes for Celtic. The hoops, the hoops yeah. And McKinley's brother Tristan, who doesn't know anything about Scottish football, um, obviously he's Canadian and he doesn't really follow the sport anyway. He's like, oh, that's like a why are you giving him such like an ugly top to wear? And I was like, I was like, oh, you've just offended like so many people. But also, I kind of get it because yeah, bright green and white stripes aren't exactly fashionable right now. Oh, but it's cool. So. I tell I you, mean, see whenever I've got a Celtic top on. It's very sporty, though. If you don't like oh, sports. Oh, yeah, it is sporty. It's, it's, it's only ever going to be like a soccer jersey or like a jockey rider yeah, sort of kit. Yeah, You know, yeah, and that's gonna, pretty much it. You're not going to go out in the town with a green and white oh, yeah. hoops t-shirt on. Yeah, we've you? got our, but yeah, the new artwork. Hope you guys like it. It was made by yours truly. I did my best. Um, it is incredible. I put and up I, one, two, and three, and number two has one by like a long way, but... I still don't like the background part, so I'm gonna make this the background the brick, but a yellow brick. So okay. ju- I just want some sort of texture. It just looks too plain. To yeah, me. yeah. What but we yeah, could the, do uh, the desk and then the world and all that is pretty much it. Because I really tweaks. Yeah. No, no, no. So changes. I really like the I, lo- I love the second one, but I like the first one with the March Madness, like I with like the, the bracket in the back one. Board, yeah. What we could do is, do you know how for like the Mandalorian or um, Clone Wars yeah. uh, the uh, but Book of Boba Fett we had the different oh, image oh we could have a March Madness specific image yeah so then at least then okay. people when they're looking through if oh, okay visually you get I like that they, that's yeah, a good show because so, I've seen that and I was like I get deciding between two and three because they're obviously so similar but number uh-huh. one like the the one with the bracket like we could definitely still use that for March Madness episodes yeah yeah that's a good show actually okay let's do that yeah I'll, I will have two then we'll do that as the March Madness image <clears> and then the, the other one is as not that's cool Good moving, shout, moving on though, because well yeah, I, I don't on. want you to be asking any questions here. Okay, yeah, yeah, slipping. it's gone. It's gone away. I'll forget about it. Um, you were you were we, saying something about the the F one. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to come on to that just yet because I want to do a okay. wee catch up because I just had. I mean, it sounds so stupid now to say it about yourself, but I just had my birthday go by, mm-hmm. and um, I turned twenty five. And I and said, I said halfway that I felt so. Yeah, stupid. John's <laughs> fact. Yeah, verbatim. John sends me a message oh. on my birthday saying. Happy, bear in mind, it's my 25th birthday. So it's yeah. happy birthday, mate. Halfway to 30. And I was like, okay, well, in my br- that's so it's like, wrong. Because <laughs> that would skip- make me 15. Yeah. 
it like yeah. skipped. So when I was writing that message, I was thinking in my head, he's halfway from twenty to thirty. Yeah. So like you know within the the decade from the the twenty to yeah, thirty, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean because yeah, twenty five is the yeah. is the crux, isn't it? It's like like five five years into your twenties, five years away from your thirties, like mm-hmm. it's right on the the halfway. Um, but yeah, everyone's asking me like how I feel about being twenty five, and I can't separate twenty five from fifty. I just see I see twenty five, and I instantly think fifty. But then I also think that like, yeah, but that would mean that I'd have to live my whole life all over again, again to, to get, get to, to 50. Which and is kind of terrifying. That's kind of that's cool, though, because that feels like a long time. But no, you know? I feel like th- these 24 years have been like both. No, I feel like it's really long. Because if I think of everything that I've done and everywhere that I've been, that's really exciting to think of what I could, What's to what come. I could do or go or, or see or be in in another 25 years yeah. okay especially when it. like yeah let's be honest like the first five years of my life i don't, I don't remember jack shit from that oh i don't so really it's only 20 years and um but yeah either way i had a really cool time because yeah i got um you got, got a little surprise I got drunkenly amber well i got ambushed that then turned into a drunken escapade um i was told that i was going out with a meal for a meal with uh, McKinley and our friends um, and they've been on the podcast Shanika and Mahmood um, and then we got to this restaurant called Craft which just to talk shop about Craft quickly it's a big massive like restaurant bar downtown Toronto huge ceiling it's like a warehouse almost and it's called Craft and they have over a hundred beers on t- on draft uh-huh. like and they've got these big pipes tubes running through the whole restaurant where you can see them pulling the pints and you see it all like go around the liquid super cool they do their own in-house like they have a whole menu of food but their pizza they like make their own dough and like do fancy it's like the best pizza in toronto i'd say um anyway so yeah we went there and then suddenly my two friends i was expecting to see they weren't even there um but uh all of my other friends were so like there was shay anthony winston um anthony's girlfriend rachel and then obviously mckinley and me um shanika and mahmood were going to be there but they felt really unwell and possible they didn't they didn't test positive for covid but they didn't want to risk it just risk in case it, yeah. so they stayed home um but uh yeah literally i was blown away i was so shocked i had no clue i like t- i teared up i was like oh my Aww. god guys like it was so nice and yeah it, it's weird because on like my birthday and, and this was like a few days before this was on the second that this happened so my birthday is you know a few days after that um on my actual birthday i had like my friends and family from like the uk and everyone calling me and whatnot but it was really cool to sort of go out and and be surprised by like my canadian friends here Mm -hmm. because yeah it took like it's taken like a it's not taken a long time but i definitely was always worried about moving over here and then not having friends and then suddenly like i suddenly realized there and then like on my like surprise birthday oh i've actually got i've got a lot of friends friends here and i've got like good friends um, and friends who would go out of their way to come and like you know see me and and you know make it such a good time. So yeah, it's been a really cool birthday sort of week and uh, yeah, lots of fun. And I got some some gifts and stuff which I'm going to get into in a minute because one of them is the Lego Star Wars game which Ooh. we need to talk about. Um, but yeah, a good time. And yeah, thank you everyone for wishing me a happy birthday. It was it was good. I'm halfway to fifty, so halfway there. Here's to uh. Can you imagine doing this podcast at 50 years old? 
you think, think we're yeah. going to make 25 years? You think I don't know happening? if I... Sh- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tempt fate and say that I'm definitely going to be here in another 25 years' time, so... Yeah, just take it. Take it day by day. I was looking for... um a 25 birthday song you know how like when you turn 22 you play like the taylor, taylor swift. swift and like there's there's other ones that you can you can find but 25 there's like nothing there's just like a bunch of rappers saying that they either got 25 years in jail yeah. or that they were surprised and shocked that they made it to 25 years old and that they're not dead yet um so that's fun <laughs> that's yeah. it that, yeah great great number for your birthday then talking about oh, going to jail check for this out i just get a message right now from from cammy saying um saying uh i have an idea for the for the for the podcast variety oh, we're getting a should i read i haven't even read this yet should i just read this on the, like live? On live um i don't know you all so he maybe, says maybe do you have top no i'm not proofreading it we're just going into it he says do you have top gun mav plans yet I'm thinking we all watch the same day and do like a review episode. If you guys already have plans, then no worries. I don't have plans. I mean, that, that sounds great to me. That does sound great. You send a little photo back? I'm sending them a photo to say, like literally recording right now. <laughs> You're live on air. Fact, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's let's call him right now and talk about this. Let's we're, do it. We're switching up plans super we are. quick here. But um, everybody just... Hopefully he picks up. Just everybody deal with it, okay? Like when when's fine. it supposed to be releasing? Is it the fall? Um. Yeah, it is it is the fall? Uh, no, sorry, no, not fall. No, it's um May twenty seventh. Oh, twenty seventh so soon. Is oh yeah. wait, I'm. Oh no, hold on. I think I fly out to. Um, I'm going on holiday. Sorry, well, well, I'll definitely. I'm gonna be well, doing you, a Maverick yeah, yeah, day you, off. You, like, you I'm gonna go see it like two or three times. All right, I can't actually call him because I don't have the Wii adapter that I need. So, sorry, okay, sorry guys, can't call him. But anyway, Top Gun plans will be. I'm planning on. I had a few ideas for Top Gun. I don't want to talk about them just yet. But yeah, yeah for sure there will be a uh, a big thing happening for that. Anyway, John, you wanted to bring up Formula One. Let's get into this episode. Now yes, well, it was 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. 20 minutes deep, yeah. Um, it was because I was wanting to, it was when I was saying to you about, um, I was saying to Reese that I was we would record this podcast yesterday because it's now Monday and I said that we could record it on Sunday because um, I wasn't going to have a lot of drinks on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that, that plan went to shit because basically I didn't want to get too drunk and because uh, i wanted to wake up early in the sunday morning to watch the australian grand prix uh because i've been i've actually been keeping up with it this keeping year. up with the, the formula uh, one and it wasn't so you were saying was it uh drive to survive the netflix documentary it wasn't actually that that got me into it it was it was like the tail end of last season i think there was four races remaining right and my, my good mate paul uh he was like he was basically he's a massive Formula One fan, and he was we 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 basically speak every day, and he was saying, oh yeah, like uh, if if Lewis Hamilton wins the next three races going into the final race, the 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 points will be even. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh shit, that's actually like that's quite interesting, uh, and I never understood Formula One, like never, I didn't understand. I I would watch like when it was on at the school in the office, I would watch like the first three laps, and then. I would just leave because it's like, well, it's just the same. Yeah, th- you're like just 50, watching the same thing. Uh, but it's not just the 
the race that's the interesting part it's the practice the qualifying yeah it's the there's there's lots to it there's like three three practice sessions and then one qualifying round that splits into three, three like you yeah. gotta cut off so there's like i don't know 20 drivers on the grid or whatever it is and then after q1 of qualifying there's, there's like you know there's 15 left and there's 10 left and there's five or something like that it yeah. was the so it's the a good like five days worth of like sport going on yeah the the fight so it was the build up to the the last race last year um and it was the day it was the night of qualifying so it was after qualifying they were going around asking, uh, I think it's called the Sky Sports Notebook. It's this guy, and he just goes around asking people on the street, like, who's winning it, who's winning it? And yeah. people were saying Lewis, people were saying Max. And, like, there was just celebrities, like, cutting about the street. He was walking by them. He was like, oh, there was Brad Pitt. Oh, there was, like, so-and-so. And he's, I'm just like, this is massive. Yeah. Uh, so that's what got me into it. And then... I think Formula One kind of, like, has a a bling to it oh yeah but yeah there's like certain events that certain specific events that you see lots of celebrities at and then there's certain like ongoing events that you see lots of celebrities mm-hmm. at i'd say basketball is huge for celebrities like yeah. you know courtside seats you they're, they always go there be fashionable halftime they're just on their phones but they just show up for sort of like the paparazzi pics and whatnot yeah um and then yeah formula one's pretty big ufc is obviously massive with celebrities mm-hmm. going there now Things like more specifically, but like nerdy or not nerdy, but like more specific posh stuff is like Wimbledon. Yeah. You know, like people showing up there and. Uh, oh, there's always celebrities in the, especially yeah. the Wimbledon like semis and finals. There's always yeah. big celebs. And then even just like certain events like the Super Bowl, you've always got celebrities yeah, at Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely Formula One is um is upcoming with the, just the world in general, I think. Have you, have you watched Strive to Survive? Uh, yes. So this is what I want to talk about. So Drive to Survive on Netflix is Netflix's show where they record throughout a whole season and they get very into sort of like the drama and politics behind uh-huh. like teams and their drivers and their owners and then also like their, I can't remember what you call them, but like, yeah, the the, 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 the main, like the manager essentially of the team yeah. who sort of decides things. Um, and it's really interesting tv i think like the first season was really good but the the last two seasons have been like incredibly good oh last because, season yeah was you had really like brilliant. you had like a big crash last season with, with roman grosjean and sort of like talking about that and then uh the, the last the, the one just gone obviously you had like hamilton versus max verstappen like mm-hmm. race to came down to the final race so final the whole lap. season was final lap it came down yeah to. so the whole season was building towards that and that's really cool um so i think that like that has been huge for formula one for people getting involved mm-hmm. but i wonder how many people are like me where it only takes one or two races to actually watch formula one to be like yeah i don't like i still i still really struggle to sit down and watch a whole race um, like I'll watch Formula One Drive to Survive and I'll get really into it. And then the first race of the season, I'll like watch it. And I'm like, okay, that was kind of cool. And then the second yeah, race, you, I'll be like, oh, I'll watch it. And then I just, I fade so quickly out of it again. You prefer the broken down aspect. But, but Drive to Survive, the second that that launches, like I'm going to watch it because yeah. like, it's so good. And I like the highlighted version of it. 
So I subscribe to Formula One's YouTube channel and they post like race highlights and interviews. Yeah, so I can watch a whole like weekend's worth of racing in, in like half an hour essentially. Yeah. Like with the interviews, the qualifying highlights and the race highlights. And I really like that sort of aspect more. So I am keeping up to date with it, but I don't think unless I was going to sit down with some friends. I know nah. my cousins, one of my cousins, Aaron, he's kind of into Formula One. So maybe sitting down with him and watching it would be fun. But just by myself, I'm like, nah, it's not... I don't think I would. However, turning this again into sort of a flip thing, uh-huh. it coincided perfectly with the fact that, like, obviously I just, you know, in the last few months got a Nintendo Switch and I've been playing a bunch of games for that. And I remember watching Drive to Survive when it first happened, first came out, I really got into, like, racing games again. And uh-huh. I've always been playing racing games. Like, I, it's probably... It's, it's probably my favorite kind of game is a racing game. I just always have, whether it be like flying sims or like racing sims or whatever. I just, I can always very therapeutically get into like a racing game. Yeah. And um, so anyway, yeah, watch Drive Drive to Survive as I'm like crushing Mario Kart because I just got like the Switch. Been blasting through that. But then it just wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough of like a, there wasn't enough meat on the bone for Mario Kart. Like Mario Kart is really fun and it's great, but it's not, you don't get like the drive it's in a just, car. It's just not enough. Like yeah. it wasn't enough. So then I got on the Switch. I got this this really great one. Actually, you can get it on mobile as well. Um, and funny enough, speaking of Cami, it's I think it's called the Ultimate Ultimate Two D Racing, and it's got real tracks on it. And it's actually like arcade. I'm gonna bring it up on my phone here so that John. Can is this see. a is this a phone game? It's a phone game, but you can get it on Switch as well. So I've got it on Switch, and it plays it plays way better on Switch, I would say. Um, but essentially, you've got these... Um, it's just 2D, so it's a picture of sort of like a racetrack, and then you get Wii oh. cars on it, and all you can do is accelerate, brake, turn left or right, okay? Okay. Um, but it's 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 fully like real-life like tracks and whatnot yeah. from Formula One, you know, race courses or race tracks, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's really addictive because the car is like skid and they run out of fuel. Oh, sorry, sorry. And the tires go down, so you have to make pit stops and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like I think it's like ninety nine cents. The game was or like a dollar, and it's really really good. And it starts on like little go karts and goes all the way through like rally cars to trucks to like monster cars to like limos to Formula One cars. Uh-huh. So you can play like different championships, different speeds, and then you can do like. Yeah, you could do qualifying and racing. It's all about trying to beat your time and that sort of stuff. So that was really good. And then I like was playing that like all the time, like definitely more, more. Um, you have to be more accurate and more strategic than Mario Kart because it's not like items that can ruin a, a lap. It's it's literally about how well you clip the corners and how well you, yeah. sort of, you get into yeah. the straights and stuff like that. But then it still just wasn't enough. And then I remembered that like ages ago, I downloaded Formula One on the PlayStation 4. Formula One 2018, I had. So I've been I re- seeing a lot of the TikToks of so the Formula I, One games. I like re-downloaded that and I was like, this is like perfect. This is exactly what I wanted because like, yeah, it's really like, it's really good. And then like the day of or the day before my birthday, I got a notification that something on my wish list on PlayStation had gone on sale. And it was mm-hmm. Formula One 2021, just went on sale from $90 down to $10 or $15, something uh-huh. like that. So pretty much 80% off. And I was like, okay, right, downloading this. 
and then there's a game mode on it where you can create your own team and you can drive for your own team so you can customize the look of the car and your outfit and your colors and then you go through a whole season and they interview you and I've got it set up where all the research for engine parts and whatnot, all that's done automatically, but you can go into that and like pick your engine and, and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And it's, it goes into sort of the politics behind it. And yeah, these TV interviews then affect how your team thinks of you. And then you have to do like races. There's three practice days and you can do specific challenges to boost your, I don't know, your chassis or your engine department or your whatever. And then you get the full qualifying and then the full racing. And it's so good. It's so good. Like, it's just, it's just perfect. Like, it's really like, I get so into this game. I put on headphones and you get like the team the radio noise. coming through and stuff. And they're like, they're like, uh, yeah, well, that last lap was a 522.06. Hamilton ahead, 2.6 seconds the break. <laughs> and then like, it's shit like that. And then you hear the engine you noise like and you're, you're fucking it. turning. And it's it's so immersive. It's really immersive. And the graphics, I'm on a PlayStation 4, so if you get this on PS5, goodness knows what it would look like. But it's so good. And the sounds are amazing. And the feel of, like, driving the car. Even I just have a controller, so I don't mm-hmm. even have, like, the wheel or any of that shit. But it's so good. So I've got, like, brake assist on low. I've got... I, I do... I switch between at the minute I'm on automatic, but I normally have manual gearboxes because I've got an attachment where it's got the flappy paddles at the back. Yeah. So I can do gears if I want to, but at the minute I'm just playing automatic. Um, and then yeah, I've got like traction control on on low, so that again, if you if you put too much gas on like coming out of a corner, you'll like spin out and shit. Mm-hmm. So like it just it just feels great. And then doing the racing and stuff is is fun but i much prefer qualifying i love qualifying and i love they do you can set it up for like a time challenge so where you race against your best time is like a ghost so it's like uh-huh. a, yeah, a yeah, half yeah. see-through car that you're racing against and yeah. then also someone else in the world who's close to you in the world rankings of time so you can pick like you know the the chinese grand prix for example uh-huh. And then if you're ranked, you know, I was starting, you're like ranked like 600,000th or something like that. Your first lap, there's no one to go against. Then you post your first time and it'll say, and okay, it you're 456,000th in the world. And the person above you, it posted this time. So it shows you your ghost and their ghost. And you can drive through them and stuff. So it's like, you don't have to worry about hitting cars, yeah. which is often annoying in Formula One racing games. Because yeah, if a car hits you, if you hit them, you're out of the race and it's ruined. But if you're just going for pure speed and who's the best doing these time challenges, you get to really get faster and faster and faster. And then you're like, you're pushing with everything you got, you're clipping corners like sooner. You're like pushing it to the limits. Like I had so many times where I was on such a good lap. And then I, the the very last corner, I fucked it up because I was pushing too hard and I spun out and I was like, shit, but it's so addictive and it's so good. And the only way I can describe it is, yeah, there's so much meat on the bone of playing just even that and if you're competitive and if you like racing games like god is it good like it's so good um and then the fun thing about playing that is that, like yeah i'll play that like one night and then the rest of the week like i can easily play like mario kart again or this yeah, 2d racing game because cool it down a bit. it's enough to sort of like enjoy it but then if i really want to like if mckinley's going to bed early i'm like i've got like two hours to kill I'm like I'm go- I'm I'm gonna be a Formula One driver. I'll just sit down, <laughs> put the headphones on, and I'm like in this world. I'm doing like the interviews and I'm doing qualifying and like the practice sessions and 
you know, signing sponsors and then come the race day, like I'm like nervous, I'm like sweating mm-hmm. and I've got it set. So you can do like full laps too, like, where, oh, sorry, full races where it's like 50 odd laps. So I think I've got it set to medium. So I do like proper qualifying. Mm-hmm. So I do three days of practice until I, I basically do practice three practice days, but normally I get all the challenges done within one or two days. And then I just mm-hmm. fast track the other practice days. Um, and then qualifying, I do a full qualifying and then I have a half race. So normally a race is around 20 laps or so. And then it, that normally means you've got like one pit stop to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and pit stops, like I, I don't know how people do it, but I just put it on automatic because if you not, there's so it. many rules, like you can't go above a certain speed. Yeah. So I just, I just have all that as automated. So literally I, I drive to the pit lane and then I just then let go of the yourself. controller and it does it all. Cause like, yeah, it's just, it's just way too much otherwise, but yeah that game if it's still on sale like i have to tell like if you if you like racing games or think that you can get like a competitive addictive personality the, the like the time trial modes of like formula one even on like a formula one 2018 like there was no real reason to upgrade other than the fact that it was on such a good sale yeah. where i was like yeah i kind of want that i do want the team mode because i have done a couple of seasons on formula one 2018 in the past um but yeah, as far as gameplay goes, there's not too much difference from like driving mechanics between 2018 and 2021, but the extra season mode and my team, and there's also like an actual story mode where you, you take over this character and there's like cut scenes and stuff. I haven't started that, but I know that there's, there's an actual story to do, like mm-hmm. a campaign mode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty, pretty good, but yeah, it's 80% off at the minute. So like if, if you can get hold of it, like you, I think you'd be crazy not to if you like Formula One. Have you games. seen the um, the TikTok videos of people playing it and they're in like the full rigs, like they've mm-hmm. got the they've got like the seat, they've got the pedals, they've got the fucking big curved like monitor, they've got the steering wheel, and like yeah, that that um, that yeah. shit would be fun to play. Like if I'm I... playing a racing game, like when I used to play Horizon, no, yeah. not Horizon, Forza. Forza. One of my one of my mates had the for the PlayStation Two or whatever it was. Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, he had the the steering wheel and the pedals, mm-hmm. and that kind of racing game I like. But I I couldn't I can't play a racing games with, key, uh, with a, a, a controller, controller or a yeah. wheel. I'd I'd have to play it with a wheel. See, here's the thing. I I get that, but I think that like if you're gonna have a wheel, you have to spend good money on it. Oh, you got to be you spending. You can't have yeah. like a a forty quid forty dollar like wheel that's that's going to come off from the table and then not quite tur- like or, or yeah. lag or something. So for me, I'm like, I'm like loving the controller. And again, attaching the little flappy paddle gear things to it is really fun. So I, I can totally live with that. Um, but then I did think about this. I was like, if I were to do, if I were to really, really get into this, and this is talking years down the line when I've got like a basement and shit to, to put things in. Yeah. I probably would consider investing in a wheel or something, oh, but yeah. I think by that point I'm I'm really pretty certain it's gonna come to VR and then VR racing is gonna get a lot better. Oh, already the minute, is. Like, yeah, it kind it is, but it's not for like Oculus and stuff like the everyday like VR like experience. Like you yeah. can't really pl- I don't think anyway. There is There's one no VR racing game that I've seen that when I uh... that's sort of decent enough yet. When I went to, because obviously with the Oculus you can plug it into a PC and play yeah. PC games on it. So I went down to CS Golan, uh, what was it called? Epic, Epic Lan in mm-hmm. Kettering, 
this was a good few years ago now, and they had like uh, where where the the main hall was, where everybody's PCs were set up. There was like a little offshoot, like room round the corner, and yeah. there was like different PC companies coming in with like their different setups and basically to make people be like, oh, like what's the spec on that and think about upgrading and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And there was one there was games that you could try, and one of them was a a racing game, and you gent so you climbed into this cockpit sort of a thing mm-hmm. it had like the metal bars around you you put the headset on like the the vr headset on you, the steering wheel was in front of you so you could hold that in the pedals obviously and you were genuinely felt like you were driving a race car because like it was throwing you about while you were like turning and right yeah. it was incredible I, yeah. I didn't make it through one lap i was that yeah. bad so i have done a something very similar to that before um again at like an expo sort of thing like in, in like a proper seat and you're low down and the, and the the wheel and all that feels like realistic um and as i say like that i totally see that being worth it i mean one of the racers um from mclaren lando norris he has like a twitch yeah. channel and stuff and he's, oh, yeah, he does streams. like youtube and streams and all that so like i've seen his setup and like i understand that all of that would be really cool and seeing an actual real life formula one driver like do well on those games shows some sort of like re- realness to it consistency um which is which is cool um but yeah i just think it's a lot of money to to shell out oh, it's but a lot of money again, for your average gamer yeah as as i can like live with a controller um i i, I like it i think that it's like it, it's more than enough at the minute for for me um but yeah, as I say, just racing games is just something about. I think it's the fact that like you're you you're competing against yourself, and there's always better to do, especially in those time trial ones. Like they get really, really addictive, because once you you do like the first lap of a racetrack and you're slow as shit and you're not quite there, you spin out or whatever. But then when you like like I'm at the point now where I played through the game enough where I've got most of the tracks pretty much memorized. Uh huh. And you really just get into this like competitive, or at least I do. I get into this like competitive like rhythm where I'm like talking to myself. I'm like, okay, this is the long corner, like flat out. And this is the next one, like hard break, turn in early though. And like I learn like without like Timings researching anything, stuff. I learn, I learn where to go, where I can yeah. cut a corner, like where I need to like rather than breaking, I don't need to break. I just need to let off the throttle at and this then, sign marker because uh-huh. they have like the breaking like 200 yards, like 150, yeah. 100. Um, and like I learned that like where so the camera setup that I've got for how you view the car I've got it set up where you're just on the top of the car so you see sort of the steering wheel and all that but you're sort of above the halo yeah and it's a really good view so and you can see like the rear mirrors as well uh-huh. um because like actual cockpit view like in and it's with the too, halos it's, yeah. it's too it's too little I'm not, I'm not very good at that um so anyway, so the view that I've got, so when like, yeah, when like the left wing mirror matches up with this colored sponsor post, I'm like, that's when I need to turn uh-huh. and give it a full turn. And then once I'm, once I hit that bit, then I can like ease into the acceleration. And like, I just get into this, like this, yeah, I don't know how to say it other than like a, a, a rhythm or like a just real intense like thing. And I'm racing against this ghost. And then when I beat someone like on the ghost, on the time trial racing, I'm like, okay, that's my fastest lap now. Now I want to push for like a, you know, a half uh-huh. a second quicker or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just is so good. Like I'm a, it feels I'm unbelievable images. to beat someone. I'm getting images in my head right now of you doing the guy that, you know, the guy from cool runnings. Yeah. When he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's in the bathtub and he's in the bathtub. He's like, well, 
I'm more. not quite. I, yeah, I haven't. I, I I'm pretty certain I'm gonna get dreaming about it soon. Like I'll have dreams about like a oh yeah. Track. When you do so, something for so long, you do start dreaming about it. Yeah, the last what was the last racetrack I did? I think I was doing the time trial for the yeah the Chinese Grand Prix. I think. And my God, was like I getting into it, and I was like, you know, every single corner, I knew where I was going, I know what it is. And then what's actually really cool is yeah, when you then see like when you've been playing a racetrack for a while, and then you the Formula One race is and coming up. You get up. to see it because yeah. I was thinking about this. Like this is a way that I would get back into the Formula One season would be like knowing that like whatever the next race is. You said Australia or whatever. It just happened. I know. Yeah, Australia was just okay. Yesterday. So if Australia just happened, if last week, if I'd done like the time trial for like the Australian Grand Prix for like a couple uh-huh. hours, then watching the race would be really cool to uh-huh. see like, do they take the same sort of lines? Like, how do they do it? The one that like most people know about this, if you know about Formula One, you know about Monaco. So Monaco Everybody is like the street Monaco. race where it's all caged in and it's literally real life streets that like any other day, like cars are driving on traffic, like all that sort of stuff. It's not a racetrack. It's a street track and they cage it in. So every wall is a solid thing to hit into. There's no yeah. like outs. No. So if you mess up, you're going into the wall and you, and you have a huge crash. I cannot get that racetrack right. I've played it so many times on Formula 1 2018 and on Formula 1 2021. I'll be killing it on like a track. Like right now, I would say the China track, the France track, and the Spain track are like my top three. Like I can uh-huh. I can really compete on those three tracks. Monaco, I can't do. I don't know what it is. I just, I can't seem to not, I get a very average to slow time and I know what to do but if I start pushing it I go into the wall almost every time yeah the margin for error there is so small um that and I just can't do it and I'm and I'm good at this game so then that track then makes me feel like all kinds of weird about how these guys are doing it in real life in real Formula One cars flying through these corners I think like the third or fourth last corner is literally like a full out and you have to like be like there's a little sticky out bit and you're like uh-huh. millimeters away from this like wall and you have to be going full out. There's no break that you so you turn and you're going full speed and it's it's nuts. I just don't I, get how they do it. I like the the episode with when Charles Leclerc was driving through Monaco. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was talking to him. Well, yeah, because he obviously grew up in Monaco, and yeah. like he's talking about racing the streets yeah. that he drives on, like on a daily basis. I thought that was a really cool episode. So but it, mu- just, it must be weird for him though, like driving at a speed limit and then one day then, of the year just getting Formula to One carring it. yeah flying. I feel like it's like it's like fighter pilots. Like there's no there's nothing else in the world that's as fast as a Formula One car for like racing, I don't think. I'm fairly certain Formula One racing is like the fastest, fastest car, car in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a Formula One race car driver, it must be like a fight a fighter pilot where like most fighter pilots like they drive like really fast cars too. Yeah. Um but like it just I feel like life would just feel so slow and boring unless you're driving that car. Because like there's you just you just can't can't compare it, you know? Like there's there's nothing else like and if it's, that's your job, that's what you do all the time is, you know, two hundred plus miles an hour mm-hmm. flying through streets like 
round racetracks like then getting out into like a imagine being a Formula one driver and going on a bus like that would suck. yeah you'd feel like you like, would be oh you'd feel so like powerless along. and just useless um anyway a really cool thing last thing about formula one and then we could probably move on did you hear about the new race being added for the next season next year I did not know. Oh my god, I'm about to blow your balls off. As in a new okay. track. There's a new track being added for the 2023 season to Formula Tell, One. It's tell official. Me it's in Scotland. Nope. I, okay, that Canada. would be cool oh, for wait, us. There's already one in Canada. There's already one in Canada, but even cooler. The coolest place probably on earth that you could ever have a Formula One race. Ooh. It's going to Vegas and it's going down the strip. Wow. So they're officially going to be doing a Formula One race in Las Vegas, and part of the race is going to be going down the strip. That'll be interesting. Vegas. That'll be cool. And all the drivers were saying about how that's just going to be the fucking craziest weekend ever, or week yeah. ever, because everyone's going to be partying after the race, like Absolutely. a mad thing. But being able to drive a Formula One car down the Las Vegas strip, that's pretty insane. Flying, yeah. So yeah, so that's being added for next year, which I would probably love to see. Um, so I'll probably watch that one for sure. One thing just quickly that I thought was really interesting, uh, mm-hmm. I think Lewis Hamilton was talking about it, because when I was watching, it was one of the races, one of the last couple of races last year, when they come out the car, they obviously step in the weights. And I'm like, why Why do they yeah. weigh themselves like, straight them. away? And it's because they lose, they, I think Lewis Hamilton said that he can lose anywhere between two and four kilograms Yeah. in a race. Racing. Yeah. But it's because of how much, like how how, like the G's and the yeah, sweat the pressure, and the pressure on the body and everything. Like, yeah, that's why they have to be like really fit, and then also yeah. like reflexes have to be like pretty insane. Oh well, you seen them when they the, at the start of the race when they're dropping the balls yeah. and they're like having to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, they must have yeah. like fucking super fast eyeballs. It's just everything, like, every, and that's what's the again the the Netflix season. Uh, series is is pretty cool showing that behind the scenes stuff that goes into it like the training and the you know the physio and then the mental side of it but Mm -hmm. you just have to have like a very awake brain essentially oh yeah because you've got to be like yeah again like you're going at speeds and then it's as i say like the time trial and like just racing is one thing like just you on a track trying to beat like your best time Mm -hmm. but then throw in all the other cars and then what they're doing i don't understand how at the start of a race they don't always crash because it's just how many cars like are they're all random, fighting yeah. for the best line to be the fastest but then they're also racing each other and it's just yeah it's pretty exciting pretty much every single race i've ever done in a formula one game i have to restart once or twice because the very first corner like i just crash into everybody yeah i like want to break <laughs> on like i go from qualifying where i know where my breaking point is for like speed racing yeah but then you go into a race of other cars and Completely if the person different. in front of me breaks I'm still looking for the same breaking point, so I just uh-huh. slam into the back of them and I have to restart and be like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> I forget every time that I'm racing against other cars and you yeah. can't just drive through them or, or, you know. So, yeah. But, yeah, I th- I, th- I would love it, John, if you, if you would uh, suck it up, get that game, and then we can we can race because that, be, that would be a lot of fun. That would be interesting. Or if not, get um, the golf game and join me and my cousins because we've been playing that a lot. Is that on PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation or PC or PS5 or Switch. Oh, or it would be. I would have to uh, hook up my PlayStation. My PC yeah, is kind of I fried at the moment still. On PS4 is what I play on. It's good fun. I made a golf course as well, a nine-hole golf course. Um, nice. Which is cool. It's pretty fun. Anyway, 
Um, right, well, were we going to go on to... We need to get on to the Lego Star Wars, I think, because yeah. we were building up a lot of hype for this game, and, and I am I've officially been playing it. I have received it, and I now have a... In all fairness, I'm going to put a little caveat on this. I haven't played it enough for a full review, I don't think. It's fair. Uh-huh. So, in terms of, as I said, it's Lego Star Wars. I've got it on Switch. Um, it's my first ever game cartridge. All the Switch games I've just downloaded. I've never like had a cartridge. Had so game. I genuinely yeah. had to like spend a couple seconds to a minute trying to find where the fucking thing goes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've never used one. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I eventually found it. And I was like, what way does it go? And I, you know, I was like, this. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like I can give I can give a first impressions review. I can't give a full review because okay. there's nine movies and I'm only halfway ish through the Phantom Menace, the first movie. Jeez, but, how, long, how many hours are you put into? Ooh, probably I'd say hour and a half, two hours. Okay, I would say it's not it's not much. I, and I'll explain why again in a minute because there's another game that I've been playing like and I've put in a lot of hours into. Um. Okay, so, yeah, so I'm, like, halfway through. However, already going halfway through, I've been, like, I, I've been Jar Jar Binks, I've been Qui-Gon, so a Jedi, and I've been a Mandalorian bounty hunter. So I've sort mm-hmm. of done the shooting thing, I've done the Jedi fighting thing, and I've done the sort of extra character jumping around sort jumping of Jumping around bits. I've done a couple different worlds, a couple different environments, and then I've also done some flying of, like, a spaceship, uh-huh. A little bit of flying in a spaceship, and then I did the pod racing scene, and also a, a the scene where they escape from the Gungan city to Naboo, and they there's the fish that chases them and stuff. So uh-huh. I'm I'm saying that because essentially I've done like the game as it is, where you move around as a person and cut things and you know all that sort of stuff. But then I've also done some of the flying and some of the special sort of side missions. Um, and what I'll say is that first impressions very first impressions unfortunately is a is a slight negative that that is that hurts a little bit and that is that from watching the trailers and all that the game looks phenomenal like it looks huh. incredible but on the switch and especially on the switch handheld the graphics are are not great like no? sadly they're not great um I think I pulled up the stats here. I think handheld, the game goes into 560p. So what then, are they saying that if you play it on the screen, it's slightly better? It is. So let me just double check this. Switch Lego Star Wars resolution. Uh, I'm fairly certain. Because I was hearing good things about it okay, on TikTok so, and stuff. The Skywalker Saga is estimated to run. This is estimated. I don't know what it actually is. But yeah, portable mode, it runs at 576p at 30 frames per second. And docked, it runs at 720p, 30 frames per second. Okay? So as far as the movements and go, like, there's no lag or anything. It's totally Uh fine. Everything close up and on the character looks fine. But then at a distance, things get very sort of like blurry and a bit bitty. Uh-huh. Um and yeah, when you when you've been watching the trailers and super excited about the hype and how clean it looks, um, and like the the great views of like the cities and stuff, 
yeah, and seeing it in Switch, like it's just it's just not quite there. So that was pretty gutting, to be honest. And then They've I watched... released this for like okay. PlayStation so, and stuff. This is what I was going to say. It's on PC, it's on PS4, and it's on PS5 and Xbox and all that, right? So I watched a video that did side-by-side comparisons of all these different scenes in the game. And it had Switch, PC, PS4, PS5. And that's exactly how they rank in terms of like quality of looks. And if you go online and watch like a, a, a this side-by-side comparison video, it's there's a huge difference between Switch and PS4 and PS5. So this is what I was telling was going to say to you is that if I'm being honest, I think knowing now what I know now, I would have ra- I would probably rather get this on PS4 than on Switch, okay. just because the graph because. Here's the thing, like, in, again, I got this for a birthday gift. My brother got me it, and if Jordan, if you're listening, like, it's more than playable. He's also got it on Switch, so, like, he, uh-huh. got, he got it. He then got it for me. It's great. Um, hang on two seconds. I'm just going to have a phone call. I've got to answer this. Okay, sorry, John. I'm oh, sorry, I'll edit that out. All good, all good. Um, okay, yeah, so, yeah, as I was saying, so, yeah, so Jordan got it for me for my birthday, and, like, it's great, and it's playable, and, like, the cutscenes look amazing, um and again it's not lagging and like i'm still like really enjoying the game i just think that if it to anyone else i would be lying if i said that they they should get it on switch for knowing that from that side by side video that i saw that if you get it on playstation or definitely playstation 5 for the same amount of money at least in canada it's you know it's a it's an 80 dollar game at the minute full price for switch and it's an 80 dollar game for full price ps5 sorry yeah Seven, 70 or 80 dollars either way it's full price it's the exact same i would be i would be lying if i said you you should get it on switch i think that getting it on switch is it, it is is not as good an option as get it on ps4 just knowing how how good the graphics and stuff make that make the game look I but think- if you want to play it portably and all that again it's still very playable it's still all good it's just that's that's my that's my only like initial like sadness about it is that it just in the trailers and stuff the game looks so beautiful and the worlds look so incredible that seeing it on switch and seeing that it's all blurry and like bitty is just it's just a little like heart a little 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 heartbreaking i think Uh, that's where when you're playing a switch you've got to keep in mind that is a portable device like you could play that going on the subway to work Whereas yeah. someone that was what like you can imagine someone that's bought it for the PlayStation like going on a long car journey and they're like oh I just want to play with Lego exactly. Star Wars I just want to play and yeah but then I you could that... play it so you've got to keep that in mind like with the graphics and stuff yeah I think that like I like we've we're... I was comparing it to Pokemon right because Pokemon Pokemon like the new one Arceus right. People were complaining about those graphics, but I think that they're more than passable. Like they're yeah. great. Oh yeah, character yeah. looks clean. Like the scenery looks pretty good. The sunsets and stuff are amazing. And whilst it's not like out of this world, like immersive, it's a Pokemon game. So like the cartooniness of it sort of like works. Yeah. Whereas like the Switch, unfortunately, like it should have that same sort of like cartooniness that should work, but it's the fact that it blurs them and makes it go bitty that doesn't make it work like i would have rathered like way less like 
trees and and plants and stuff in the switch version but make sure that sort of like the landscapes still looks and, clean. and characters look clean i mean so here's what's weird right is that like everything so i've got it on screen here for john to see like the uh-huh. intros and the cutscenes and the and the movie stuff and like the um what you call it the heads up display the he- heads up display the yeah, HUD. The HUD. yeah yeah like all the like all the things that you need to read and the subtitles are totally like there they're crystal clear but then even like the menu screen you'll see it here like when it loads it's just it's just not quite the quality there um so yeah so it's just it's sort of it's just it's it's a tiny thing that like because i was again because i was like set up on this being like a beautiful looking game yeah it sort of makes it a a bit of a dampener on it a little bit of a dampener however going into the actual gameplay and everything else it's like it's a 10 out of 10 all-star game like Mm -hmm. it's incredible um the the little cutscenes and and little character if you stay still your character will do like little things so like yeah, anakin anakin if he stands still will ignite his lightsaber and it will be red mm-hmm. and then he'll like he'll like get scared and like shake and, it until it turns blue uh-huh. and like little things like that there's just such little comical moments and and fun things to find tons of puzzles to do the the worlds themselves are like huge uh-huh. So you can pretty much gun the main storyline, excuse me, or you can do all these side puzzles and talk to other characters, collect them, and and yeah, there's so many, so many characters and ships to buy. Um, the flying in this, in the ships, is really good. The controls are great. The aiming is super cool, and um, being able to shoot and sort of uh, uh, which one call it? like yeah, aim your like blaster shots now is is really cool. Um, yeah, because that's something that they've added that they didn't have in the the previous like PlayStation Two Lego games, was you couldn't you couldn't sh- like aim your blaster. Yeah, no, you couldn't do that. Um, using the force and stuff is cool. So here, just to show again, sort of showing it on screen. I'm I'm also going to show this. Um, I'll I'll take some photos and post it to the Instagram. But if I show John here, like you can see that like. So we've got Obi-Wan and C-3PO in the background and then the background itself just is blurry and bitty is is how I describe it. Um, I don't know. I, it looks like it's all right. Again, as I said... Like, I suppose it's, it's, I, I feel like I would have to get it on the Switch to really it's like, play, feel... It's pl- it it is playable and again it's not it's not a broken game and again like because it's it's running 30 frames per second it's not lagging like the controls are crisp and it's all there it's just yeah it's just the little like background sort of stuff like the characters and whatnot just get sort of blurry and blurry and, bitty and, and it's it's just a little upsetting for for what i saw in the trailers which and again i remember reacting to it on first and we recorded how how good it was going to look um so yeah, all I'm saying is that if if you want this game, the game itself so far is unbelievable. But if you're going to spend $80 or 50 pounds or whatever it is on any console, if you have the choice between a Switch and a PlayStation, you should get it on PlayStation. Um, unless you know that, yeah, you're going to be traveling a lot and you want to play this on your commute to work Long or, or traveling or whatever. But uh, yeah, money, best money for value there's a big difference between switch and playstation in terms of graphics um 
So, so I should get, get it on the PlayStation. You should definitely get it on the PlayStation, I would say. Okay. Um, or even PC. I think the PC one is running a lot better. It's definitely not the not the best. But again, I'll, I'll post all this to our Instagram. So at pineapple Theory underscore podcast. I'll have some real life photos from Portable and then on TV. And even like side-by-side comparisons to like how Pokemon runs. Um, it's night and day, the difference. And then, yeah, just just Google or YouTube the lego star wars console like comparison or something like that and you'll see mm-hmm. such a clear difference in 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 the look of it so yeah so john like i, I know you said that you were wanting to save and play this game i i want you to play this game because it's such a good game but yeah i'm i'm telling you i think you need to get it on PlayStation. On, on playstation i would say and i think that like one day like you know, if this goes on sale on PlayStation, I'll probably get it on PlayStation one like I'm saying one day, like this is like talking like, you know, years down the line. I'm gonna yeah, complete yeah. it, I'm gonna pay it all through on Switch. Like it's it's totally fine for that. But it's just like, yeah, I, I would like to see this on you know, on on like the f- as good as it should have looked, essentially. Yeah. Um and yeah, I guess it's just something else to keep in mind going forward is that um for switch that yeah it's current in its current rendition games like hollow knight and mario kart and uh other sort of nintendo known games like pokemon games things like that like graphics for those things on portable mode is like out of this world like perfect like hollow knight i i prefer playing hollow knight portable than on I've, i've got it on ps4 but i love it in portable mode and it looks the same that's some games Um, are just meant for for that kind of yeah it's like game here's how i would describe it okay it feels did you ever get like do you ever buy like call of duty on like the nintendo ds because you loved call of duty on like playstation so you thought i think i remember playing it yes yeah and then you just like it's just not it's not it's not the same whatsoever yeah go timber sorry letting dogs out timber go (laughs) he doesn't want to go out yet no one's going up. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. The, the initial review, gameplay, unbelievable. Story, unbelievable. Um, characters, the, the the fun puzzles, all that sort of stuff is, is out of this world. Everything I wanted it to be and more. So that's awesome. From a Star Wars fan looking at this game, yes, it is Lego, but it's fun. And it's like a fun take on it. And I, I really like sort of seeing them sort of poke fun at little bits and, and have some fun with it. So it doesn't offend me from a star, from a Star Wars fan point of view. Yeah. If it looked a little better on Switch, I'd be a lot happier right now. I feel a little. I I feel fine with it because like it was a birthday gift, and you know that's doesn't you know it's free. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But okay. yeah, if I had paid full price for this and and then seen what it looks like on PS4, I feel like I I would be upset. I'd be like, ooh. I think it is just a, a case of weighing up what you want from a game like do you yeah. want it to look good or do you want to have it like to be able to access it whenever you want like mm-hmm. just jump into your bag and play it like well, this what is are it you too. willing so to trade this, jumping in and playing it is is fine but also in this comparison video that they showed they showed loading times between switch and uh ps4 ps5 mm-hmm. and because there's when you jump in and out of the actual playing the game is fine but when you jump from world to world there you get these loading screens and when you first load up yeah. the game you get these loading screens and it's like 20 seconds on switch for like two or three seconds on playstation 
console. So yeah. it's like there is a little bit of added time there just on the power side of it. It's but, understandable uh, though, that, like a PlayStation that, console's. Yeah, I'm only I'm only bringing bigger. that up as a tiny. It doesn't bother me because the loading screens have like ships and like facts yeah, about yeah, Star Wars, yeah. so, on look, it. so they're entertaining loading screens. I quite like. Um, it's just yeah, it's just the. It's just a. There's look one of it. thing. I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get the game before you reach the the final trilogy, but mm. I've been whenever I see a thing for it on TikTok, I'll just like scroll right past it because I don't yeah, want. Yeah, you don't to. want spoilers. But there was a there was a a text that popped up and it was like when the the lego game does it better than the movies right so i'm interested yes. to see so this what... is yeah this is no sorry sorry to cut in there um but That's yes right. you're totally right as i said like they're poking fun at the right bits um so far and it's enough where it's like yeah no that's that is kind of silly but yeah um so that's another thing as to why i've not played this game as much is that right now I love my Switch because like when we're watching a movie or when we're hanging out in a room or something like that, like I feel like I can play the odd game here or there while still maintaining a conversation, got, still yeah. sort of like being involved or just listening to other people talk or, or still watch. Like we watched like a documentary thing last night um, and I was playing the Switch whilst like watching that and I like doing that. Um, but the Star Wars game, I can't really do that because I want to hear all yeah, the you've things got to that get the characters are saying yeah. and the little cut scenes I want to hear it because there's fun little sounds and sort of all that so it's it's a very immersive game so that's just probably why I haven't put in as much time and effort into it right now because yeah unless I sit down and dedicate to it I'm not gonna be able to do that um but then the other thing that I got so um so uh McKinley's brother Tristan got me for for my uh, and his girlfriend Sam got me a uh the online switch sort of pass with the expansion mm-hmm. pack so we we've um essentially i get all the nintendo 64 old super games. nintendo and nes systems and sort of those and sega ones like for free that you can just download and play and if you remember way back when like my favorite game ever is crash bandicoot but my second favorite game is super mario 64 on nintendo 64 mm-hmm. so got that down started downloading and started playing it like yesterday and like so good like (laughs) i generally have in the past considered buying a nintendo 64 to get this game back and that little game boy emulator thing that i got Mm -hmm. it can kind of run it but not very well it's kind of laggy yeah um so i've been they they had it on nintendo ds um it sort of redid it and i had it on ds and i'm fellas and i kept it but again it just didn't quite they almost Feel made it same. look too new or whatever. It just yeah. didn't quite run the exact same. But this is running exactly how I remember it. And what's yeah. cool is that you can now add like save points at any point in the game. So you can save within the game, but then also because it's running sort of in an emulation app, you can save at any point in the app. So say like okay. you're scared to make a jump, you can save you can at just that save jump. It. Oh. And then make the jump if you fall in the actual game. You have to exit and then go back in, get back there. But you can just uh-huh. do a quick save point or suspend points. I think they call them. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so good. And and it was funny because McKinley was like looking at it and being like, "Oh, I remember playing this game." And like, you know, "Oh, I remember that." Oh, when you have to race the penguin or the, you know, you have to throw Bowser, grab him by the tail, and whip him around and stuff. And it's just, it's just, it's. I mean, I'm a I'm a sucker for nostalgia, but like the way that this game is running and on Switch and and playing it handheld on like a nice screen and it looks how I remember it looking and the music, the sound is all there. 
it's just it's just it's just heaven right now. It's just so good. Like it's it's literally playing my second favorite game of all time ever, and it's it's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, so it's yeah. got the nostalgia running oh, through nostalgia the veins. Nostalgia for days, like just the sounds, <laughs> the like. I remember how like so he can do like a jump where you jump once, you jump twice, it's a bit high, and the third jump super high. Like mm-hmm. I remember all the little like noises he makes when he's jumping and when he's punching and when he gets falls and like you know he finishes level and it's like let's go and like all mm-hmm. the just the things. It's just so good. Um, and yeah, playing that on Switch on handheld has been like incredible, and like I can't wait for like you know going through all the other collection of like Nintendo sixty four games that are on there, like Star Fox and and there's like you know the original Donkey Kong, which that's the one I because I with. I think I got the the online pass when I first got my Switch, mm-hmm. like the 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 first Switch I had, because uh, for me and Rona to play Stardew Valley together yeah, i had, to had online. The, the online pass so i got that and then i think i loaded up donkey kong when you had to like yeah. run and yeah, yeah. Like climb the ladder it was yeah. like a snakes and ladders type thing yeah um i can remember playing that and being like oh this actually it yeah, looks the exact they're, same they're way as what they did whereas yeah. i i feel like a lot of like consoles when they try and remaster games or bring back old games yeah they do what you said they did with the ds one they just make it they make it too. They make too it like different. it's a brand new game, but it's the exact. It's the exact same game, but yeah. they just make they they fuck don't, with the yeah, graphics. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Much. The DS one wasn't bad, but it's just because you had the touch screen as well. It just sort of added these extra things to it that like it still plays great, and I would still play yeah. it. It's just that having the full on original like on Proper that original is, is game, really yeah. kind of cool. Because um, yeah, because C- PlayStation Four and Five, you can get Crash Bandicoot remastered. Yeah, and in all honesty, well, I was going to say actually, in all honesty, I think that it's done a great job. Like, I think that the graphics look good, but it's it still plays very similar. Uh-huh. Um, but then yeah, playing it handheld on the little emulation Game Boy thing that I've got, that is the PlayStation One version, and it definitely does have that look and just a little bit more of a feel to it. Mm-hmm. So I think I I could play it on either, but I probably would prefer to play the PlayStation One version. Um, but yeah, as I say, as to there's also new Mario Kart tracks and other things like the Switch Online expansion pack sort of like gives me. And then, yeah, being able to play online with Tristan is going to be fun, especially when like, you know, you know, as and when we move away, like being able to play online with them would, would Still be really cool. keep in touch, yeah. Yeah, so so fun fun opportunities and stuff like that. And I think you can play online with these retro games as well. So we could both play like, you know, Donkey Kong or, or whatever if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, pretty cool so far. That's That's been really good. Um. And yeah, hopefully next week I'll put in some more time into the Lego Star Wars and then, you know, I'll be able to talk a bit more about the actual, like, gameplay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I haven't even hopefully finished by the then Phantom I'll Menace have, yet. I'll have got it. It's just that I've been... My money's just been, like, both out my bank straight away. Oh, like, you don't want to hear about my day then. I've had the best day ever for money. Oh, yeah, I don't want to hear about your day then. I got paid that... today and I got my tax return back, so I got a whole bunch of money today. Oh. It's a good, good day. I'm getting my tax return hopefully in the next like six weeks. Okay. Uh, but nah, because like, I had to book my driving test on Friday, so that was like a whole yeah. bunch of money. And Paying for and a st- driving test sucks how much money that is. I know. Like, I, I get it, but also it's like, come on, like, please. Well, it's the driving test was like 60-odd quid, mm-hmm. but like I've still to pay the two hours 
to my instructor yeah. for mine was, allowing mine was me to use his car. Fifty pounds for the driving test and then paying the instructor. Yeah, so I'll be like a hundred and eighty pound all in mm-hmm. after I've paid for the the two hours as well. Um, but yeah, Fine. so I, hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll have managed to save up some money. Don't and, tell and anyone when your driving test is that you don't. Oh no, have I to. haven't. Yeah, the so worst mistake I ever made was telling people when my driving test was because then when I failed it, <laughs> it sucked everybody, to tell yeah, everyone. <laughs> everybody knows, yeah. yeah. It's a long way away though. Like, yeah, that's it's, fine. A, just, it's a good few months away. Yeah, which just, sucks. But I just, yeah, just my only advice on that is just don't tell anyone because it's, 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 it's really good to tell people that you passed driving test. It's shitty to have a bunch of people asking you how you did and have to tell everyone that and you have to tell them that you failed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still remember that. when you came back. Oh, I was fucking I crying my in, eyes out. I had to come in. And I was give you a so pissed because the first time, to clarify, the first time I failed was literally like I got like, I think the first time I got four minors and then uh-huh. I got one major, which was at a roundabout that normally in a roundabout you can be in the left hand lane to go forward, like uh-huh. across the roundabout. But this one had like a, a very faded freaking paint mark left. on it that yeah. said the left hand lane was just for turning left. And that caused a major, apparently, and then I, I failed it, and that was that fucking sucks. dumb. Sucks. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, not. To, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk know, about that. I'm over it now. I'm driving in Canada, and they don't know that I, you know, had that <laughs> stupid roundabout in Sterling. A little that, brain fart. That Everybody roundabout in Sterling's like burnt into my brain, though. It's like the freaking. Which one was it? I it wasn't tell the big you. one, I could, was it? I couldn't tell you like where it is. I just know how to get there driving, and I can see it in my head. I can see exactly what it is, and I will never forget that roundabout. Um, it's like I was gonna say, it's like the computer standard grade exam I did, where I I sat the whole exam, and in the last twenty minutes, I sat and couldn't think of the word modem. It was one question. I was like, what is this thing? And I knew what it was, but I couldn't think of the word. I was going roundabouts. So I was I was saying like all sorts of words, and I, I just eventually wrote down some gobbledygook. Uh-huh. And then I came out of the test, I ran upstairs, I found the exact page in the textbook, saw it was modem, and I screamed, fucking modem! <laughs> and now, like, for the rest of my life, I will never forget the word modem or, like, w- what it is. Because it was the one little thing. I mean, I passed my test, it was all fine, but, like, it's, it's that weird one how your brain. Question. Yeah, it's weird how your brain, this is going to sound really stupid from me, but I think it was my higher PE exam. Mm-hmm. And I was sat there, wrote my name, Went to write the school, like our school. Got the first two words, and then I was like, <laughs> "Shit, how do you spell school?" <laughs> I was I like, it. "Is it?" Uh, oh, because I, I wrote it down, and I was like overthinking, like, like mm. fuck. I was like, "Oh, that shit, that doesn't look right." So then I wrote it another way, and I'm like, "Shit, that doesn't look right." Yeah. Maybe I was right. Oh, I, I literally sat there for the first five minutes trying to work out how to spell school i'm like this is a great start to my fucking test sqa exams oh i just i remember the feeling the smell of the theater like all of it like i just have such like you distinct when you walk through those doors the bloody poster outside we're telling you where you're gonna sit in the exam and then everyone yeah everyone this is a thing that a lot of people did after an exam was they would mingle about like, well, what answer did you give here? Yeah, what, yeah. what did you answer? That I didn't. I went straight away. Like I, and if anyone asked me, I was like, no, nope, I'm Got not telling you. Cause, and I don't want to hear what you put because I don't want yeah. the next three months to be thinking about one this question or that. that and then like the mass teacher like she would go over the exam and be like, okay, I've got a copy of it. You know, we'll go through it. And I, I was like, I, I really don't want to. 
Yeah, because you're basically me, mocking. Felt, felt your she exam. let me put like earphones in to like listen to music or watch a film because uh-huh. I was just like, I just don't want it. Like I've done the exam, I don't want to know now. You know. I loved I loved that math teacher. Yeah, she, she was, was great. great math teacher. She was great. I actually never had her as a no. math teacher. No, oh, I think I had my her for only like math teacher. Oh, cu- tell a lie until I did like higher math the second time, and then I'd missed a short. But yeah. Anyway, right. Should we wrap up this podcast? I know we were yeah, going to do the movie review up. on the um, the Adam project, but we can we can do that another day. We could save um, that because there's a movie I want to talk about as well. I okay. think we've we've spoken about it before, but yeah, we'll just keep this one games and the catch up. Then that's okay. Yes. That's All yes. right. Cool. Um, let me play that track. I was going to say I need to hit the button here. Hit that. And... Oh shit! If you haven't already, follow us at the Pineapple Theory underscore podcast. Are you stealing my lines here, John? Now I don't know what to say. We forgot. We Thank forgot you for about listening. It. And also uh, follow us on Spotify and Instagram, as John said. Give us a five star rating if you feel like it. I have been one of your hosts, Reese. You stay classy, San Diego. My co-host, John. You want to say your line? See you fucking later. <laughs> Goodbye. What did you say? say goodbye we've ruined it now we just keep going (laughs) goodbye everyone goodbye oh 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 my oh my tools oh that couldn't have froze